Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shot. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York. It's our first real big college hockey podcast of the season as we get you set for the weekend. The Union will be heading to uh, Hartford, Connecticut to take on UConn for two games. The Union women have games at Providence and uh, Boston University this weekend. And RPI opens its regular season with two games against Mercyhurst. Let's start with Union. They're coming off their 1-0-1 weekend last weekend with the uh, come-from-behind victory over RIT, a 4-3 game. And then uh, the 2-2 tie at Army West Point, which... Still amazes me with the save Connor Murphy made in overtime, uh, getting his pad out on that one timer. I'm still, uh, still can't believe it happened. And it was it looked like it was a sure loss for the Dutchman, but uh, Union up got a tie out of that one, and they won the shootout. And, and you know, why we're having shootouts in non-conference games, I, I have no idea. It doesn't uh, make sense, and uh, that'll be a comment for another time. But uh, yeah, as I said, Union's getting ready to face UConn, a team they have not seen since December 27th of 2014 when they lost 3-2 in the Frozen Hockey Classic uh, down in Bridgeport, Connecticut, which of course was um, the site of memorable uh, Union College NCAA games. Uh, Union leads the series 7-1-4, and uh, but UConn has really improved over the years under uh, Brendan Kavanaugh, the head coach. He's uh, in his 10th year there. And uh, it's a program that's uh, made the Hockey East Tournament uh, Championship game last uh, March for the first time in uh, program history. Of course, former Union College goaltender Darian Hansen backstopped the Huskies to that title game. So uh, UConn coming off uh, a pair of wins at at Vermont uh, last weekend uh, in Hockey East action. Uh, As I said, uh, Vermont, uh, sorry, UConn is ranked 20th in the latest uh, college hockey poll. Uh, I know it's early. It's tough. To, the Union got a couple of um, points in the in the in the poll, but not enough to make any dent in uh, cracking the top twenty. So um, I was over at uh, Messer Rink on Tuesday for the team's media day, and we'll start with head coach Josh Halji, and we'll talk on some topics uh, dealing with um, not naming a team captain, uh, the first year scoring, and the uh, Connor Murphy if he's ever going to get a, a day off from a game. I noticed that. You've yet to name officially name captains yet. Uh, Saturday night, uh, Liam Robertson was in the uh, talk with the, the official before the game, and I didn't get a chance to check on Sunday, but I noticed Tyler Watkins was at the referee's crease during the uh, review of the uh, hit from behind. Uh, are you going to name captain soon? And who? What are you looking for out of your captains? Well, I, I think you know, for us right now, I'm just you know still getting to know a lot of guys, and we have a lot of new faces, and. Um, Really, this is kind of the first time we've faced any adversity as a group. So I, I think it's important to see how everybody reacts to that before we start making decisions. And when you have so many new guys, um, it's important to give them a chance to kind of get a feel for what veteran players might act like in a game. So it, it's one thing to just you know lead a stretch or you know go through a dynamic warm up and be in charge, but there's another thing when you know it's you're up against a team and, and now you have some adversity. So, um, you know, we'd like to name somebody here in the next couple of weeks, but it, again, it's all about kind of trying to find the right person. And um, we just kind of rotated on who's who's talking right now. It was with veteran players. What do you like about Liam and Tyler being in that uh, temporary role right, right now? 
it, you know what, like, it just, they were kind of like the closest guy to the official to, at the time to go, so it wasn't like it was appointed before the game. Um, they're both, you know, guys that we're going to look to, and they're, they're important players, but just because they were in that role doesn't mean that they're, you know, for sure going to be a captain or anything at this point. Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest, like I was, I woke up Sunday morning and I was like, man, it would be really nice just to kind of enjoy this and, and just kind of relax. But I mean, that wasn't the way the schedule was, you know, dictated for us. So we had to get up and play and we got to find a way. And, um, I, I was happy with, you know, overall the effort and just the compete out of uh, finding and finding a way to, to tie that game back up when we were two, down 2-1. Two, um, but, yeah, it, it's really difficult, and it was, a, it was a challenging game. And plus you're playing a team that doesn't make a lot of mistakes in Army. They manage the puck really well, and, and they're well coached, so it's, it's hard to generate chances. So it, it was a tough, tough game for sure, but I was excited that we had that kind of opportunity. Yeah, fight out of your team coming back uh, over the weekend. What does that say about them? I, I think it, it's a, it's an unbelievable group that has energy and and they have they have compete just naturally in them. So I I, I think that makes it a lot easier to coach systems because if you're trying to coach effort, it, it, it's really difficult to be a good hockey coach in my opinion because that's that's like just a prereq if you really want to dive into hockey. So it allows us to get a little more detailed with them and you know coach systems when, when the effort's there. Looking over the stats from the weekend, your freshman players accounted for three goals and four assists, and if you include the transfer portal guys, four goals and eight assists. I mean, how important is it for the first-year players, especially the freshmen, to you know, be involved, and how happy were you with, with that? Well, I, I think anytime you're coming into a new team as a first-year player, you want to be able to show that you can impact uh, impact the game, and I think you our guys all know that they can. They've They've done a great job in practice, but just to be able to get on the score sheet early, I think, is important, and it gives them some more confidence. And you know, they know they can fit in right away. Um, you know, we're going to need our, you know, typically you win with older players early in the season, so I think you know we're expecting our, our older guys to you know produce some offense for us as well. But I, I, I'm excited that we got balance right now. Have you had a chance to look at the tape of the power play? And uh, I know we talked about this Sunday, but the faceoffs, winning the faceoffs, I mean. Is that something you need to stress this week as you get ready for uh, UConn? Yeah, I think puck possession is the number one thing for us going into the weekend. We got to be able to, you know, hold on to the puck, but it starts with winning faceoffs. So uh, it's definitely something we're going to talk about and focus on, and making sure we have a plan and, um, you know, just having a little bit more just initial gumption to win draws. Uh, Connor Murphy, I know we again we discussed this. He's now started 60 straight games going back to his, uh, you know, when. Sophomore year at Northeastern, you have yeah, I think, yeah, more goal There's more goaltenders on this roster than I've ever seen in my years covering this team. I mean, how important is it? You, know, you want to ride him because you know he's solid with his job. But does there come a point, maybe in the non-conference schedule, that then you'd like to see one of the other goalies get get a start? You know, I, I think it's just like any position. Like we evaluate every week, and we're we're looking to see who's gonna you know win the starting job and. Um, I, I mean, at this point right now, Connor's kind of been that guy for us. Um, you'd like the other guys to keep pushing, and I think they're doing a great job pushing in practice. But, um, you know, I, it, it's tough when you have an ace to, you know, 
to you know to give a younger guy a shot. But I think you know at some point we definitely would like to you know get other guys in. You saw him obviously last year at Clarkson. Of course, the, the one game up there when you guys scored six goals in the first period, you got pulled. But you saw him in the playoffs. You've seen him two games here. What do you like about him? And is he a guy just who just just does not want to take a day off? He, I mean, he is a guy that we have to tell him to take a day off. He do, he wants to be in the net every single day, and even on days when we're giving everybody the day off, he wants to get out there. So it's um, he he loves to work. He's a competitor. He wants to be in the net. So um, it, it's one of those things. It's really difficult, to, you know, to take a guy out. But at the same point, you know, it's at some point it might be the best thing for the team. You guys got UConn this weekend, first time in almost. Um since late 2014 that this uh, program has played UConn. They got to the uh, Hockey East Tournament Final for the first time in, in their history. Uh, what, what kind of, how tough a matchup is it this weekend for the two games? This is an ex- extremely difficult uh, task. I mean, I, I think you look at teams in Hockey East and I, I would expect that they're going to be near the top at the end of the season. Um, have an unbelievable group of forwards led by Ryan Teverberg and, and Matt Wood, who Matt Wood will probably be a top could be top five pick in this year's NHL draft. Um, so they, they can play with pace. They get up and down the sheet watching the two games against Vermont. Um, they're extremely talented, and their power play can zip it around. So um, it'll be a really good test for us and definitely excited to get there. I mean, I know from afar, I mean, that program has you know, slowly built itself to get, be a contender for hockey. I mean, what do you see in that program that they, they, they could be contenders? Yeah, I think they've done a really good job recruiting, and they've upped their skill level. You know, every year that Coach Cavanaugh has been there, and I think this is probably you know one of, if not his most talented uh, group. So they, they'll they'll get up and go. They possess the puck. Their power play is it's as good as I've seen this early in a season. So um, it, it'll be a real real challenge for us, and uh, we have to manage the puck because if we get into a transition game with them, they can hurt you. Everybody come out of the weekend healthy. Yeah, we're in a great spot right now. Everything, um, everybody's yeah, everybody's going, and today we had an off day. Uh, we went yesterday in practice, so um, ready to get back tomorrow and, and get ready for the weekend. Uh, any comments about Murmack, assistant coach, the passing of, J- of Josh Shiko, Sioko? Yeah, it's a really tough one. I mean, Josh was a, a great person and, and, a, and a friend. Um, he's... Yeah, I don't know. Just condolences to him and his family and 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 the Merrimack team. I mean, it's it's awful and uh, don't wish that upon anyone. I mean, to have to go through that is just it, it's terrible, especially you know guys that have you know and for families that have put their um, their sons in you know sort of his control going there and they have to go through that. It, it's a terrible thing. So um, you know, just wishing everybody you know, or you know giving everyone our sympathy. So. Union players are up next. Four of them, in fact, showed up for the uh, media day. Uh, Tyler Watkins, Liam Robertson, uh, Connor Murphy, and Nate Hanley. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I thought everybody played really well this weekend. You know, there's, uh, there's some things that we need to work on a little bit in terms of, I think, systems, but uh, we're going we're gonna to dial that in here in practice this week. Um, overall, I was really happy with the performance of everybody, and, you know, everybody battled through, uh, throughout both games, and, they were, they were both close, but uh, we, we ended up coming out on top in both of them, so it was nice to see. Liam and Tyler, I, mean, I noticed you guys were sort of acting as the captains over the weekend. Uh, you, you were talking with the rest of Liam on Saturday, and you were at the penalty crease uh, for the um, review on the, uh, the hit from behind. I know Josh hasn't named the captains yet because he still wants to get a feel for you for who wants to leave, but 
How important is it for you guys to you know take take a run at it right now and then lead this team while as the acting captains will start with Liam? I don't think really we have any acting captains to be honest. I just think everybody's got a role to do and like being a, a leader is is helping out the younger guys and just kind of showing everyone the ropes. And I think uh, I think that's really all we're trying to do is trying to help our team in any way we can. And if that's what it, we got to do. That's what we got to do. Tyler, yeah, kind of going off that, I feel like kind of Saturday and Sunday we might have been the closest one to uh, coach and kind of. On Sunday, especially, just trying to get an explanation for the the hit from behind and kind of see what they had called in the ice. Obviously, with the rule changes this year, they could keep it a five or uh, kick them out of the game. So, just kind of going over there and seeing what they have on the ice, just to relay the message to coach. Would you guys be honored, and would you like to wear the C on your uniform? I it wouldn't change anything. Obviously, it'd be an honor for anybody to get it, but I don't think whether getting it. A C or an A or nothing at all really makes a difference on uh, the play on the ice. Yeah, I mean, I don't think when captains are names, I don't think it's going to change anything. I think everyone kind of plays the same way and kind of voices in the locker room aren't going to change really. So, uh, I mean, I think what we have going right now is pretty good, so I don't think it'll change anything. I'm not the emotional win Saturday and playing right away at 4 o'clock on day. How much time did you have to enjoy it for the mind shift, mind shift print army and refocus for that game. Uh, yeah. So I mean, obviously it was a quick turnaround, like you said, but um, you know I think right away once we finished the game, we we kind of took a minute to appreciate it, but we also we came down to the gym and we started stretching out to try to prepare for the game on Sunday, and I think it started right there, right after our game on Saturday, where we started to. Uh, to kind of prepare for Sunday's game, and, and you know we just wanted to make sure we were ready to go and not not take any chances. So, obviously, it's a difficult turnaround, but does that prepare you down the road later on for for future games when you have that quick of a quick of a game coming up? Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, it's you know it it's going to help us eventually. You know, it's it's going to take a little bit for us to get into uh, into the swing of things with these games kind of back to back, but. You know, I think everything's going to fall into place, and this game, or this, excuse me, this weekend was definitely going to help us with that. Connor, uh, Sunday marked the 60th consecutive game you started going back to your Northeastern uh, year and sophomore year. How proud of you are that, and, they, and how much do you want to keep that streak going? I mean, obviously there's other goaltenders here. This might be the deepest goaltender uh, roster we've seen in the years I've covered it. But I mean, how important is it for you to keep it? Maybe, or maybe once in a while, you know, take a break, especially if you miss some non-conference games. Yeah, I mean, I know for myself personally, um, I I don't want to take a break. I mean, that's just that's just the way I am. I don't I don't want to have to take any nights off. But you know, if it happens, it happens. It's not you know, it could be on my decision. But it's if it's up to me, I want to play every night. But you know, whether that happens or not. It's still. I'm still just going to do the same thing I always do and try to prepare the best I can for the games, no matter what. So even if I'm not playing, I'm still going to prepare the same way I would if I were playing. Can you believe it in 60 straight games you started? I'm going to be honest. I didn't know that, so <laughs> that's kind of cool to hear. But yeah, it's that's. I'm very proud of that. That's a pretty cool accomplishment. So thank you. Yeah, I mean, also in fact, you're not playing three games a week and traveling all that. So is it easier at this level? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we only play two games per weekend, so you have a lot of time in between the weeks. So, um, 
but obviously that in that time you can recover pretty pretty easily and you know kind of do what you need to do to get back to it for the next weekend but I mean either way like I said whatever happens if I'm playing or not I'm going to do the same thing to prepare yeah Josh was talking about he, 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 yeah it's about you take a day off and you, you come show up even even on your day off I mean is that just dedication yeah I mean <laughs> I always try to do something while I'm uh even if I have a day off like yesterday I, I didn't skate with the team but but that was because I was skating today um but either way, I was here and I was trying to get something done. And we watched some video, and you know, I tried to try to get a stretch in while they were on the ice and stuff. And honestly, I had to do some homework, so I got that done too. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I was trying to get stuff done when, uh, even if I'm not on the ice, try to be productive. Scoring-wise, for the first-year players, I mean, you guys had three goals and four assists. And if you count the transfers in their first uh, go around with uh, you guys, four goals and eight assists. I mean, how important for the freshmen to? get involved in scoring this quickly this in the season. It was definitely good to have a hot start, but it's only one weekend, can't get too complacent. You guys are the veterans here, but what did you think? I thought it was huge to kind of have them come in and uh, make an immediate impact. And kind of since we arrived on campus and getting to see those guys on the ice during uh, captain skates and stuff before the coaches could get out there, we knew that they were going to help us out a lot and contribute and it was nice to see them, obviously, early, especially some of the first years coming in, um, getting their first couple of games under their belt and uh, being productive all over the ice and on the score sheet. You guys got UConn. They just went into the, the uh, rankings top 20 in the USCHO poll. They swept Vermont in their opening weekend last weekend. Uh, it's the program reached the Hockey East Tournament uh, championship game for the first time in their history. What are you expecting? Uh, how tough will these games be this weekend in Hartford? Uh, yeah, I think there are no games easy. We're not, you, know, you don't go into it looking for an easy game. Um, but uh, we, we'll find out what we have on them and we'll see what, uh, what they do. But uh, it's going to be tough, especially uh, going into them being the top 20. They Coming off the season they did last year with their, uh, their program record. Or, and uh, I think it's, uh, it's going to be tough. Yeah, building off that, I can go. Uh, building off that, um, just prepare all week and kind of we talk about controlling the things that we can control. And so just right now focusing on a good week of practice, uh, recovering as best you can, and then once that time comes around, get the pre-scout on them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're not going to expect an easy game ever, so just being the best prepared we can. How do you know about uh, UConn from your Northeastern days? What did, what did you remember about them playing against them? Um, yeah, I mean, I remember they were a very skilled team. Um, it was a couple years ago, so they're, they might be a little bit different now. But, you know, after watching them in the tournament last year, they they were pretty structured, too. So they, they had some skill, but they were also a very structured team. So I'm expecting, you know, a tough challenge for us. But I think we're going to be in a good spot in terms of preparation this week. and. You know, we're going to make sure we do do video on them and, and make sure we're prepared for the games. One thing with the power play, and one thing I noticed over the weekend uh, was you know, lost some face-offs at the start of the power play, and it took you some time to get settled, uh, set up in the in the uh, offensive zone. How, how important is it to to win that face-off and not have to you know spend time trying to get back in the zone? Yeah, it's the most important. 
That's it. That's it. It's the most. It's the most important. It's a frustrating thing. You you get these chances and not able to convert. Oh yeah, it for sure. Being uh, on the power play and having to come go down 100 feet and then come back 100 feet. Uh, it's 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 tough. It wears on your legs, but we'll work on it again this week. And it's it's not going to last forever. It happens. We've been in there before, and but we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. And we'll we'll be better next weekend. The Union women's hockey team returns to action this weekend with a pair of games on the road as they continue their season-opening eight-game road trip. Uh, Union will face Providence at 2 o'clock on Friday and then head to Boston for a 4 p.m. matchup with Boston University. Uh, the Dutch women's first six games have been against Hockey East opponents, and so far they are 2-2 two and two on the season. They split at New Hampshire uh, the first uh, weekend of uh, play this season and then last weekend at Holy Cross they split there losing four to three on Friday and then winning three to one on Saturday and Holy Cross women's team is in hockey east the men remain in Atlantic hockey uh, like I said Dutchmen are off to a good start them in the games I watched their offense seems to be doing a lot better uh, this was a team that got shut out 14 times last season and averaged under two goals a game. Uh, so far, they've scored at least th- three goals in a game in three of their four uh, contests, but uh, obviously a big test uh, coming up this weekend at Providence and Boston University. On Tuesday, uh, Josh Skiba, the head coach of the Dutch women, and Emily King, the senior forward, and the team captain, who was named ECAC Hockey Player of the Week uh, on Tuesday for her three-goal, one-assist effort over the weekend at Holy Cross. They spoke with the media about uh, the team and what the direction is right now. Um, I thought we were really good. I thought, honestly, we were the better team uh, for both games, quite honestly. And I thought, you know, what we... Uh, didn't accomplish on Friday. Certainly, we were much better on Saturday. So, I think we're continuing to play well. We're scoring goals. We're making plays. Um, our offense continues to get better and better. Defensively, I thought we were much more structured and sound um, all weekend. We continue to get better and better there, and our special teams influence the game. So, we're getting great goaltending from Sophie. Um, I like the way our team's playing. So, we're 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 getting better and better every day. You almost feel like you're a member of Hockey East. Now you got two more games against Hockey East opponents this weekend. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun getting out and playing them for sure. I think they're you know some good teams that that challenge us and um, you know. But still, I think that the focus is still us right now. I think we want to make sure that we're taking care of who we are and focus on what we're doing. Can you assess? You know, it's only four games, but as you mentioned, you're scoring goals, which was a problem last year. Uh, Assess what it's like right now, four games in. What do you like, what, to be, what you don't like? Well, I mean, some of our, our best players are producing, right? Our, our top players are scoring goals. Um, we've had a lot of really good production from some of our first-year players. Um, you know, and honestly, some of the things that, that we're trying to work on are, are coming to fruition right now. So I think um, our kids are earning it. Our, our women are earning everything that they're getting right now, and it's been fun to be around. So um, I think they're just seeing the results. They're putting in the work every day at practice, and they're seeing it translate to games. I don't know. We had some good chemistry with all of our lines, and I like Josh was just saying, um, we're just really working well together. And I just, it's easy with these new freshmen that are really driven, and, and I think they really add to our lineup. And so just playing together kind of opens up the ice and it helps us connect on passes and just putting the puck in the net. How would you assess things, Emily, at four games in? I mean, do you see a, a better team right now than you maybe did at this time last year? Um, 
I would I would say so. I mean, like I just said, I feel like our team is really close and we have really good chemistry this year. And um, we haven't had a team this close before uh, for my you know three years that I've been here. So it's really exciting in, in that aspect. Um, but I just think that we're finally producing, and I think that we have like good lines right now and people who are just really, really driven and really wanting to win every game. How important is it to have that chemistry, the enthusiasm? It's, uh, in that way, you know, obviously maybe that was something that was lacking last year, but how important is it to have that and you know, see the excitement of me, especially of Riley Walsh having a good start to the season, a first-year player? Yeah, it's so exciting to see Riley. I mean, she's one of my best friends already, which is awesome, and we've only known each other a few weeks, but uh, I just think it's like it sucks to lose nobody wants to lose and I think that this team that we have this year it seems like everybody wants to be there and everybody wants to win and people are putting in extra time and um, doing everything they can to be successful and I think it's definitely showing so far. Splitting the series this week, what can you take away from that? Obviously this is, it was close to close games that game. What, what, do you, what can you take away from that to, to build on heading into this week? Um, I think first, I mean, defensively, I thought again we were we were pretty good structured. I think we we took care of things. We prevented the middle of the ice really well. Um, it certainly helps when you get really good goaltending all weekend. I think that really helps us. Um, and then offensively, I think we want to continue to find ways to, to challenge our score, the scoring area a lot more. We want to find a little bit more quiet areas where we can uh, capitalize on more chances and get more pucks to the net. Um, but I think we're going to continue to build on that. I think there's areas that we want to work on in terms of entries, in terms of some of our neutral zone regroup situations that we want to be better at going into this weekend. But um, I like the progress that we've made in the first couple of weeks. How happy are you that you're seeing this offense generate something, which you know, going back to last year with the 14, getting shut out 14 times. I mean, how encouraging is it to see this right now in, in non-conference players you get set for league play in a couple weeks? It's, I mean, it's huge. I think it's it's great for the first-year players to get on the board and, and kind of take care of that first point or that first goal and get that out of the way early. I think that's something that, that you think about as a first-year player. But, um, again, when you have some of your top players that are leading the way that um, are not only producing but producing chances night in and night out. And, you know, analytically, there's some of your best players every game where they're, they're creating chances and they're driving your practice and driving your offense every game. It, it makes it, the group want to follow that. So I think to, to us right now, I think we have uh, we have a special group that's driven. Um, I think they're motivated, and I'm I'm excited to continue uh, seeing how we can get better. And what feels different offensively this year? Um, I'd say our forecheck for sure. It's it's awesome to see us like getting the puck deep, and then us beating their defenders to the puck, being that first F one. Um, and then again, just like we're very gritty this year, and we're all working really hard and. Uh, it's just exciting to see us, uh, like the work ethic on the ice and how well we work together. And it's just a lot faster and definitely more aggressive this year, which is which is fun. So. Coming up, I'll head over to Troy to talk to RPI as they get set to face Mercyhurst in this season opening games. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. 
We need more officials in New York. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Hi, this is Mark Kestisher, the voice of the NBA on ESPN Radio and college football on ESPN Radio. I grew up in Gilderland. I'm a proud member of the 518, and I go back over 30 years with Ken Schott. And when I'm not listening to his Schottsky Radio, I'm listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott. Here's Ken. Welcome back to the podcast. The RPI men's hockey team begins its season this weekend with a pair of games against Mercyhurst, both games Friday and Saturday starting at 7 o'clock. And the big news for RPI is that uh, no restrictions on fans. Uh, a lot of fan, the fans will be allowed back in the building. Last year there was a restriction to just uh, the students, faculty, and staff as uh, so the RPI was still concerned about the uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic. But um, fans will be back in the building, and um, I had a chance to talk with Dave Smith about that, among other topics, uh, during uh, the team's media availability Wednesday at Houston Fieldhouse. Dave, uh, you uh, got two games in uh, this past weekend. What did you like, what didn't you like, and how much are you ready for this season? Well, first I liked that everybody got some game experience. You know, we... Um, we got to put our foot in the water. We got to jump in the water. We got to experience some video against another team. Um, you know, we're changing some things about our game, and, and we got to experience that against a real opponent. So um, that's at the top of the list for sure. Uh, as far as this weekend, uh, you get the crowds back now. How much, how much excitement is that to be able to have fans you know, full capacity? Well, RPI hockey... Um, with fans is a special place. So to bring them back into the mix, to have them here in the field house brings an energy, you know, I think that is uh, unmatched in, in our league and, and one of the top in the country. So it's, uh, it's really important. I mean, when you can add that extra bit of energy at any time, um, we'll take it. Coach, you've a lot of new faces on your team this year. How have you noticed the chemistry developing amongst the guys and, and how they're kind of growing together out there? You know, the chemistry, um, you know, the, the guys use the word love a lot. They love each other. They love what's going on in the locker room. They love um, the game and, and what's going on around each other. And that started last spring, right? Once the, once the portal clears its path and... Once everybody starts to identify, we had some of the freshmen come in this summer for a short period of time, get used to each other, and then they've been here since you know mid-August. So um, they've worked very hard, the, the leaders, the returning guys, and, and the new guys at the chemistry. And I think because of the effort they put in, they, they really respect and love each other. And what led to your decision to uh, name Kyle as the team captain? 100% a vote by the players. Um, that uh, you know, we ask them three questions that have to do with accountability and the ability to impact our team in the, uh, on the ice, and um, do they do the right things on and off the ice? And Kyle's been with us for five years, and uh, it's the first time ever I've gone for straight player input, no coach input at all. And uh, but we supported 100%. What is the strength of this team this year? You know, I think that's still to be determined, Ken. I think our strength. It, it may be depth, it may be um, speed and skating, it, it may be tenacity, but as of yet, I'm, I'm not willing to say one of those things over the other. It might be something different. I think we're still a little bit searching for our identity. What about goal tending wise How's that looking? 
Yeah, I mean, Jack's returning. It's a different feeling for him coming back, you know, for a second year. Uh, Brett Miller, I thought, looked really good in the, in the game against Toronto, the half game that he got in. So um, Jack, will be the, Jack will be the guy because he's played the most games to start. Um, but I think it looks like there's healthy competition there. What have you seen as far as the growth in Jack's game from his freshman year to this year? I think confidence. I mean, he had a number of NHL teams invite him to development camps over the summer. Um, and that, that, that's the first time that level, which is the best league in the world, has identified him as a talented prospect. Um, our guys, Matias and Chuck, uh, identified that long ago. But um, I think the confidence just that he knows he can do it. He, he, he pushed. He had to push himself in the Dartmouth series. He had to push himself in the Harvard series. And I think he responded uh, very well to that. What are you looking forward to? Uh, for, uh, yeah, these uh, non-conference games. What are you looking for as you get ready for uh, conference play? Well, let's let's get our game right. Let's get our game in shape. Obviously, we play to win, um, and you know we we set some segment goals. So the first segment is pretty easy to see. It's the non-conference games. Um, there's five of them, and then an exhibition game. Um, so let's let's keep getting better. And I never want that to stop. But I want to see that we're that we're growing, that we're improving, that we're playing, and that we're having some little successes that will ultimately add up to those bigger successes. You lost a lot of offensive production from last year's team. Is there anybody in particular that comes to mind as far as potential go-to scorers this year, guys that are going to really you know, take that, uh, you know, fill in for that loss of production? You know, early in the year here with um, so many guys that are poised with opportunity, whether it be, you know, Mashey, Lee, Heideman, Booty, Beaton, Gangon, um, you know, Rory Herman's had an extra special year. Uh, so far, like a preseason, um, those guys all look great, and you know they're all going to have an opportunity to, to contribute. And you know we'll catch—I don't even think it's catching lightning in a bottle. We'll just catch the guy that's hot and, and ride that. And it's happened in the past, and we expect it to happen again. And you've increased this team's win total every year since you've been here. What do you think the key is, is going to be to do it another year? You know, I, I think it's consistency. I think um, you know the last couple of years we did keep winning. We got hot later. Um, I think we gave away some games early last year. We didn't even have a tie last year. Um, so I think some, some, some consistency, especially early. Let's get out of the gate well, get some momentum and ride that. Sophomore goalie Jack Watson took over as a starter from Lyndon Marshall midway through last season. Ended up uh, with a 9-9 nine and nine record with a 2.39 goals against average and a 9.22 save percentage along with three shutouts. Watson is looking forward to being the number one goaltender this season. Jack, uh, how excited are you for this season, especially that the fans will be back in the stands full-time, full, full capacity? Yeah, I mean, uh, that means a lot to us having our fans back this year. I think everyone in the room is so excited to play in front of that uh, really passionate fan base that we have. Um, so we just can't wait to get going. What are you expecting out of this season, especially the, the non-conference games? What are you trying to look for as you get pre prepared for ECAC hockey play? You know, we really just want to build as a team. Um, you know, it's a daily process, but then weekly games are just a huge test for us. You get to see uh, where you need to build as a group. What did you guys get out of those first two exhibition games that you think is really going to help you for this opening weekend? Uh, for a lot of guys, that was their first college experience. Um, so I think getting that under their belt, bit of confidence, 
um, it's going to be a lot for uh, the coming weekend. And how do you think your game in particular has progressed from last year into this year? Uh, I'd say this year, um, just a bit more confidence. Um, and, you know, with goaltending, that's, that's pretty important. Um, so more confidence and just kind of an awareness of what to expect now. Um, so, yeah, just a bit more comfortable. Uh, Dave's basically said you got, you're the, the top goaltender right now as you head into the season. Uh, coming in this year, at, knowing that you're going to be getting the majority of the starts, I mean, how, how much does that help your confidence and uh, how much you have to prove yourself that you have, you have to have the net all the time? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely helps your confidence, but at the same time, you can't you can't get comfortable or too comfortable and too overconfident because once you start taking that mentality, you're a step behind. So in practice, you always got to be pushing to, you know, try to be the number one guy. Senior forward Ryan Mashi is the team's top returning scorer. He had seven goals and 13 assists uh, in 38 games last season and scored four power play goals, which tied for the team lead. He also scored two first goals and had two game-winning goals. How much are you guys looking forward to the season, especially with um, fans back in the stands? Yeah, I think obviously we lost out on that experience last year, and I think uh, we have a lot of guys that haven't really got to experience the Houston Fieldhouse, and uh, I think this season's going to be great. I think it's going to be awesome to have fans back in the building, and uh, I think everyone's just excited to get going this weekend. Yeah, there's a lot of, obviously, you know, turnover, a lot of guys lost for the transfer portal. We did get some guys back, a lot of new faces. How are things been uh, meshing with the team? How's the chemistry? Uh, I think our chemistry is one of our stronger points. I think everyone gets along. Everyone is committed to coming here every day, and I think everyone just wants to be a part of the team and uh, contribute on the ice. Ryan, you guys lost a lot of scoring production. You come back as the team's leading returning scorer. Do you feel a responsibility to maybe step up in that area this year? Uh, I, I think I've just focused on playing my game, and uh, as long as I do that, everything will just kind of fall into place. And um, I'm not really worried about the points or anything like that, just worried about uh, getting some wins here. And how do you think these last two exhibition games prepared you guys for this weekend's open air, opening weekend? Yeah, I think these exhibition games were like really eye-opening. Obviously, uh, they didn't go as planned, but I think we learned a lot and like we're moving in the right direction. And I think that was just a stepping stone uh, getting some wins this weekend. And for fans that are obviously going to be seeing a lot of new faces this year, a different style team, what, what would you say to them that they can expect from RPI Hockey this year? I think they can expect a fun team to watch and a definitely a fast and skilled team. Graduate student defenseman Kyle Halbauer is the team captain. He was named that in the team vote uh, just recently, and he's honored to be the team captain. Uh, you're the new team captain here. I mean, how much responsibility and how much uh, pride are you taking in that? Uh, it's obviously, it's a great honor to be named captain in RPI. Um, it was a fully player-led vote this year, so it means a lot to me that they all voted for me. And um, I think our team is really close this year. And I, I, I'd say my one goal as captain is to make sure everyone on the team has a voice, so we stay close. How excited are the guys for the season, you know, knowing that the fans will be back in this building here at Houston Fieldhouse. Uh, obviously last year it was just students and faculty and really the atmosphere was not the greatest. But for you guys to have fans back now, what's it going to be like? Uh, I mean, fans bring back a, a huge element that was missing last year. Um, yes, we had students and faculty, but the, the community around the RPI hockey team is just unbelievable, and having them back means a lot to us. And Kyle, 
in a year that you guys do have so many new faces on this team, how important is it going to be for you to really embrace that leadership role and you know, guide guys that are in a new environment on a new team? I mean, it's probably the most important thing that is going to be what I have to do. Um, I think everyone on the team is excited to get going, and I have to bring them together along with our leadership group. And I think uh, if we stay close, we're going to be a great team. And it's tough losing as much talent as you guys did last year. But it's got to be really exciting to, to welcome in some new faces and, and see how the guys match up. How enjoyable has been that aspect for you guys? I mean, we've been together for over two months already, and everyone's really close. Uh, yes, we lost talent, but we also brought talent in. So we're just excited to get going with the new group and see what we can do. It's always important you want to win games, but what kind of expectations do you want to see uh, in the non-conference games leading into uh, ECAC hockey play later this month? Uh, I, I think we like to treat every game the same, whether it's non-conference, in-conference, playoffs. I think we want to win every game. Um, hopefully we can do that, but, I mean, we have to work hard every shift, every minute, every second. And uh, I think if we do that, we have a good chance to reach our goals. What does the scouting report on Mercyhurst kind of look like? What are you guys going to be you know, concerning yourselves with this weekend? Uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but uh, yeah, we had some video today on special teams. Um, tomorrow we have five-on-five five video. We have, I'd say, five or six papers in, in, the, uh, in the locker room posted up that guys can look at throughout the week. And um, on game day, we're just ready to go for the, against them. And that will do it for this edition of the podcast. But before we uh, sign off, we'd like to remind you that uh, I have my ECAC Hockey Faceoff selections back for another season. I post my picks usually on Wednesday or Thursday. And you can get to dailygazette.com and uh, you can participate. We have a lot of fun with it. And uh, I hope you get a chance to do it. Like I said, dailygazette.com. Uh, you can email your picks to me at shot. That's S-C-H-O-T-T at dailygazette.com. And you can also email me that, at that address for any uh, college hockey questions or questions about the podcast in general. So I appreciate you doing that. You can also follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Party Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, good day, good hockey.